Welcome to Treat Your Shelf, a book club podcast where each month we usually read a book and come together to discuss it. I'm Hannah. I'm Christina. And this time, I'm not going to say this month because this could be a monthly, bi-monthly, who knows? This is a bonus <laughs> episode and we've got <laughs> guest star returning person, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Emma. What an intro. Thank you, <laughs> yep. I nailed it. Yep. <laughs> but why oh am I here, God. Hannah? All right. So this year, one of my goals is to catch up on One Piece. And by catch up, I mean read the manga for the first time. We'll talk a little bit about like our levels of One Piece knowledge in a little bit. And Emma has recently done that and caught up. Yes, that, that was my goal last year. That's how I read so many books. I read 25 volumes of One Piece. I am <laughs> caught up completely. Yeah, and, and so then we thought, you know what? This is something that we both really, really love. Let's just gush about it in our podcast <laughs> so that that led to this which will be a recurring bonus episode not sure of a set schedule for it it'll just kind of come out whenever we've read the chapters and yeah we'll just go from there cool but yeah i guess we can start off by like i said going into our like levels of familiarity with one piece I can go first for me. <laughs> That's the chronological order of things. Yeah. Hannah got into it first. I did get into it first. <laughs> yeah, I got into it when it was on 4Kids TV. <laughs> it was so bad. It was you know, so dub, bad. What I later realized was heavily edited, uh, all of the blood taken out. I, I, I didn't even realize at that point in time that anime could have blood in it. It wasn't until like I got onto YouTube and like ran into Neon Genesis Evangelion and um, Gundam Wing that I was like, wait, anime can be like violent and bloody? What? <laughs> and then I went back after uh, experiencing those two animes and I was like, let me go back to One Piece and see what's going on with One Piece. And I was like, this is completely different from the four kids. <laughs> version that I was watching. Uh, and it's really, really good. So yeah, I mean, then over many, many years, you know, in fits and starts, you know, would watch and binge chunks and chunks of episodes because there are just so many episodes. I made it, Emma, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't remember like arc names correctly, but I made it to Punk Hazard. Yes, you did. So that's as far as I've gotten into the anime. And like I said, this is my first time reading the manga, though. So I hadn't I hadn't read the manga before. So that is new for me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's all Hannah's fault that I got into it. I didn't want to get into <laughs> she it. Didn't. I was like, this is dumb. It's so dumb. I remember the four kids dub. Wow. Was <laughs> I, I was wrong. And I looked this up, Hannah, because I was I was trying to remember what year did we get into this. Okay. And I clearly remember that I caught up on episode 400. Okay. Which aired in 2009. Okay. Whoa. So we've been, we got into it in 2009. And so, yeah, much like Hannah, um, I, I was pretty good with it for a while and then dropped off, got back on, and then just dropped off for many years. <laughs> until last year when I said, okay, I feel like stuff is going on that's really important. I got to catch up. 
So mm. I did. I caught. I caught up by reading it because the anime is a little slow. At first, the anime was pretty well paced, but then they caught up to the manga, and so then they only only do one chapter per episode, and it's slow. <laughs> so I. I thought, okay, I can catch up if I read this. I can mm-hmm. do it really fast, and I did. And so I have read. I own the first twenty some volumes. So I've I've read. I've probably read about fifty percent of the manga, but I haven't read all of it. So now I am going to read all of it, which is great. Yeah, Christina, what nice. about you? <laughs> so I have known about One Piece for a long time. I think my siblings were into it, and I think it was the four kids version because i remember (laughs) trying it like when i was younger like around that time i was really big into like dragon ball z and gundam wing and stuff and (laughs) i just was like this is really childish and my siblings like it so it must be lame Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and so when you brought up wanting to do this episode i was like uh i guess i'll give it a try sure so i watched three episodes for sure so I have a little bit of an inkling of what the show's about, and I'm really excited to continue watching it. And if it's available at the library, I might read it too. Yes. That's yes. one of the reasons I caught up because I found out it was all available at the library. Yeah, oh, I, nice. I, think I have the library editions, is what I have. Um, so I can tell you guys what I know so far. Yes. Well, I just wanted to say what we're covering in this episode. Oh yes. So oh yeah, okay. we're gonna be we're gonna be doing spoilers for only certain chapters. So yes. So we read chapters one through forty-two, which is half of East Blue, and so we won't give. Even though I'm all cut up and Hannah's knows a lot, we will not give any spoilers for future things. We will only give spoilers for things that happen in these chapters. So that's how we're doing it. But yeah. From this point on, though, spoilers for these chapters. Cool. And I heard that there were like eight, nine hundred episodes of the. Oh, oh no, no, Christina. There's a thousand episodes. There's over a thousand. <laughs> what? <laughs> Strap That's in. amazing. One thousand forty-six might be the number right now. I think so. Wow. How many years has it been going on? So the manga started in 97 and the anime started in 99. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Are you rethinking your life choices? <laughs> this is like, it's like delving into like a whole new like culture, basically. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have been like, lately I've been delving back into anime and manga and um, mm-hmm. I started watching Chainsaw Man t- as well. And okay. it is so delightful <laughs> okay okay i've heard great things i just haven't started it yeah so i don't know how you want to get into this but i can say what i know so far <laughs> all right yeah. why don't yeah christina explain yeah. one piece what's, to what's everyone going on? What, what's one piece about christina <laughs> okay so the main character's name is monkey d luffy 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 <laughs> and he also looks like a monkey, and he stretches like a monkey. <laughs> Monkeys known for their stretching abilities. <laughs> An adaptation I did not know they had until this moment. <laughs> he, it's because he ate a devil fruit, a rubber, so now he has, like, rubber abilities. Mm-hmm. And I think... If you eat a devil fruit, you now are like 
you can't swim. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. you lose the ability to swim. Yeah, you just sink in water. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane, because it's like you're a pirate. Everyone's a pirate. And yep. it's like a water world. Yep. But M- Monkey D. Luffy, he's like... Luffy. So, Luffy! <laughs> Everyone's going to stop listening to the podcast if you follow them. <laughs> so Monkey D. Luffy is like looking for a pirate crew because he wants mm-hmm. to find the ultimate treasure, which is the One Piece. Yes. And the One Piece, basically, if you find it, it makes you the Pirate King. So he wants to be the mm-hmm. Pirate King, but I feel like he's... So I read somewhere that the creator really loved Dragon Ball Z and like... Okay. I can kind of see, well, obviously the influences in the art, the art's very similar. Also in the way that he's just kind of like, you know, baby Goku, where he's just like so naive, Mm -hmm. like he doesn't really know what he's getting into, but he's also like, yeah, I'll fight this big monster. No big deal. Like he's going to be part of my crew. Like just (laughs) kind of happy go lucky, I guess. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So very enjoyable and then there's like that weird kid that really wants to be in the marines in the first three episodes (laughs) yes i love kobe with all my heart (laughs) yep and then we meet zoro as well so he's like starting to form his crew Mm -hmm. nice (laughs) so that's all you need to know about one piece (laughs) just kidding broad strokes that's that's the beginning (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) Yeah, Emma, I don't know how you wanted to go about this. Well, I guess my first note is about the world building, because the first thing we see is in the manga is the explanation of Gold Roger, who was the Pirate King, Mm -hmm. and his execution and how when he was executed, he said, if you want to be King of the Pirates, find my treasure. It's all in one place or whatever he said. And how that launched the Great Pirate Era. So that that's world building, people. That's an event that affects the world. Mm-hmm. This is why there are so many pirates in the world, and this is what their goal mm-hmm. is. I mean, ugh, the world building is fantastic in this, and I'm just also so curious about how much has Oda like had planned out, because there are things that happen in these chapters that are hinted at in the very first chapter or like there are things that come back around and I'm just like did you plan this or did you just like see a good opportunity to like make these connections later on and Mm -hmm. which either way is like fantastic writing like Oda has done it fantastically but I'm just so curious like I don't know there's there's something about Captain Morgan that I want to talk about there's something about uh, Usopp's father and I'm just like you had these things in these early chapters and then you're coming back to them and I just love it I just love it so much and I love all the characters and I feel like there's a little unevenness and like it takes a while for them to really explain what a devil fruit is yeah Mm. and and Luffy keeps referring to I ate the fruit of the gum gum tree which sounds like there's more than one like it's a tree that sprouts fruit yeah. and but I I don't I'm not going to say this is a spoiler but I'm going to tell you even though the manga didn't tell you there's only one devil fruit one of each kind so Luffy is the only rubber man out there Oh Okay, gotcha. Because it seemed like in the anime, he was like, oh my god, he's a rubber man? Like, there's other rubber men out there. No. Mm, okay. No, only one. Interesting. Ooh, <laughs> I want to know what the other devil fruits are. Oh, you'll find out. Get excited. <laughs> Get excited. But also, one of the big differences 
between the manga and anime right off the bat is like page three. You never find out in the anime how Luffy got that scar under his eye. Oh. But how did he get it, Hannah? Oh my gosh. Picture child Luffy. He's like seven, I think. Yeah. And a pirate crew, Captain Shanks's pirate crew is like living where Luffy lives. Like, that's their home base. And Luffy keeps trying to impress them. And so it, it kind of sounds like Luffy has done multiple things to try and impress this crew to be like, let me join you. I know I'm a kid, but I can be a pirate. And so then he's like, aha, I have found the way to impress you. He stands in front of this crew and this crew is all like, all right, Luffy, what you going to do this time? And he takes a knife and he stabs himself in the face. <laughs> What? <laughs> and everybody's oh like, what are you doing? Okay, but also, maybe I'm overthinking things, but I am kind of wondering, because Shanks, the captain, has scars across his eyes. Part of me is like, is Luffy cognizant of that and is like, let me get a facial scar too, just like my favorite captain, Captain Shanks? Or is Luffy just dumb? Or is it a mix of the two? <laughs> I feel like, okay, I know very little, but I feel like it's got to be a mix of the two. Because I feel like he's like he's a kid with big aspirations. He wants mm-hmm. to be a pirate king. And he's all he knows is, I guess, Captain Shanks at that time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I want to be like him because it's right? one step closer to becoming a pirate king. Yeah. But Hannah, do you want to tell us about Shanks? Gosh, I have so much I want to say about Shanks. <laughs> I have like nothing I have to say about Shanks. Is like, do they prominently do flashbacks and the, in the anime, like back to Shanks and everything? Or is it just the manga? Uh, uh, they, I, they will have, they will have yeah, some. I believe episode four is when. <laughs> I know. Okay, <laughs> actually, I, so I was wondering about that because I did see a flashback in the next dawn, like whatever okay. bit at the end. <laughs> and I was like, I assumed that flashback would show us how he got the scar. So now that I know it's not in there, I'm glad I know how he got it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I love Captain Shanks so much. He is clearly one of Luffy's major inspirations for what a pirate captain is. Like, what a pirate captain should look like and how they should act. And uh, you just... You see Shanks, and one of the things that he says right towards the beginning is that needless killing doesn't make you a man. And what I love about Shanks is in when we see him, he doesn't raise his hand against anybody. Not once. I mean, there are mountain bandits, like, trying... The local mountain the bandits, local mountain come, bandits down. <laughs> come down and, and start to mess things up. And he he doesn't raise a hand at all. He, he just lets them, you know, dump drinks out on him because... Kind of, he knows, like, it'll escalate. If he does anything, it'll mm-hmm. escalate what they do. And he wants to keep this town safe. And and Luffy is all confused about this. But then later on, even, when the mountain bandits come back and grab Luffy because Luffy was mouthing off at them because it was like, how dare you be mean to Captain Shanks? <laughs> how dare you say bad things about him being a coward? He's not a coward. Even then, Shanks is not the one who raises a hand against anybody. Because he relies on his crew, he knows his crew has his back. He knows that they are capable of of protecting him, of protecting Luffy. So he's there being the mouthpiece and having guns pointed at him. And he knows he doesn't have to worry about anything because his crew has his back. And then even at the final instant where he's saving Luffy from a sea monster, because poor Luffy got shoved out of a boat and he, he sinks now because of the fruit. 
Even mm-hmm. when there's this sea monster, Shanks doesn't raise his hand because he doesn't have to because he's so scary. He just has to glare at the sea monster and the <gasps> sea monster leaves them alone. Now, does the oh sea monster gosh. also eat somebody else and eat <laughs> Shanks's arm? Yes. But after that, <laughs> Shanks just glares at him, doesn't even have to do anything, and the sea monster turns around and leaves. <laughs> 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 so oh I just, my god and I think that's just like a, such a huge thing that Luffy learned so many lessons from Shanks about the importance of crew and how um, your friends will have your back and how you need to have their backs and how fighting isn't always the answer how sometimes you do have to just stand back and let things be and, and just take whatever abuse people are going to throw at you because it could escalate things and I just Anyway, so I love Shanks. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> like, Luffy does fight, obviously, a lot of people yeah. in this. So part of me was like, does, did Luffy, how much did he learn from Shanks? However, Luffy was a pretty violent kid. <laughs> and now Luffy, as he's 17 now, so he's he's really still a kid, but whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, in, in the present, he's a lot more easygoing. He's not looking for fights. <laughs> And so I think that's what he learned from Shanks is that attitude of just easygoing, just going with the flow, whatever. I do think Luffy should have tried to learn some pirating skills before going off on his journey. Oh yeah, he has He's he has the none. worst pirate ever. Oh, he has no skills. He can't navigate. Yeah. <laughs> he knows he knows no pirate skills and it's just so funny. Yeah, oh when, when Kobe gets them to an island, he's like, wow, you got us to where we wanted to go? Yeah, because he's just like, I've just been drifting. It's been working out for me. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, now that I think about it, episode three ends with Zoro joining their crew, them getting on the boat that they just got, and they're like, all right, where to? And uh, Luffy was just like, I don't know how to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love that so much. Hey, when you're the Pirate King, you tell other people to take you where you want to go. Everybody <laughs> has their own skills. <laughs> exactly. That's- Luffy, is, he's bringing something to the table, but it's it's not pirating skills. He also doesn't really care about treasure. He's just like, eh, whatever. No, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about gold. That's the thing. I'm like, I feel like he wants to be Pirate King, but he doesn't know what it means. You know? (laughs) Like, what it entails. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I heard you, Emma, referring it to, like, different, I guess, sagas or whatever, like, within the series. Yes. So, like, what is this first one? Is this just, like, the beginning of the journey or... Yeah, it's the East Blue Saga, and so okay. that that's where that's where they are in in this world. They don't really explain the geography too much here, but in in this world, there are four oceans: North Blue, South Blue, West Blue, and East Blue. They live in the East mm. Blue, and they're trying to get to the Grand Line because the Grand Line it, it's like it's basically like the equator, like it goes yeah. around the world. But it's so it's an right. ocean that goes around the world, and that's where the One Piece is. Okay, gotcha. So. But first, you got to get a crew together mm-hmm. to get there. And you need a boat. Exactly. Right now, they just have a rowboat. They have a rowboat. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. Oh, Zorro. Christina was mentioning Zorro. And I just... I like Zorro so much. <laughs> I do. I 
Zoro's whole thing is, or at least what's presented in the manga so far as his whole thing, is he's he's very much about promises, and he's very much about, like, honor and honoring promises. Mm-hmm. So when he makes a promise, he intends to keep it type of thing. And that's just, like, the core of his being. And so when we see him at the beginning and he's been promised by Helmeppo that, you know, if you last out, uh, like, the month here in this yard on this post. The crucifixion yard. On the crucifixion <laughs> yard. Uh, yeah. If you last out for the month, that, you know, you'll be set free. Despite already knowing that Helmeppo is pretty much a jerk, he's like, but he promised. So he's going to keep mm-hmm. his word. And, you know, it's not until he realizes, until Kobe is like, yeah, he was just lying to you. <laughs> That's not <laughs> what's going to happen. That Zoro even starts to consider joining Luffy at all because Zoro is a pirate hunter. And <laughs> yes. though, though it does seem kind of yes. like he just kind of fell into being a pirate hunter. Okay, it- <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, the thing about Zoro is he... <laughs> He became a bounty hunter because he left his he like he was chasing a pirate from his village, but then he couldn't find his way home. So he just had to like keep hunting pirates mm-hmm. for money. He just kept being a pirate hunter. Oh my god. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And they make like when he's like strapped to the post or whatever, he does like kind of say something about keeping a promise to another woman mm-hmm. from like longer ago. Yes. So we don't know what that's about yet, or at least I don't. Well, we do. We do. We if you do. want to talk about the Hannah. <laughs> yeah, please. Okay, everybody's got a backstory and they're all sad. They're all sad. <laughs> Though I do feel. I wrote this in my notes, and I was just like, I wonder if Oda is, like, easing us into... Because Zoro's is sad, but it's also very Uh quick. And so you see Zoro as a kid, and, you know, he wants to be the best swordsman. That's what he wants to be. But there's the the daughter of... Is it, like, the dojo master? Yeah. Um... (laughs) She's the one who who's besting him all the time, uh, and he he's just so frustrated by that. But like that is his goal is to beat her and to become the greatest swordsman. Anyway, they end up making promises to each other that okay, one of us is going to be the greatest swordsman. One of us is going to be the greatest swordsman, mm. and then the next day she's dead. <laughs> what? She trips down the stairs she and dies. Trips down the stairs and dies, and it's just like the next day, like. Only a few panels in between them making the promise. Zoro it's the next panel. Zoro literally says, "You made a promise yesterday to her dead corpse." Like, <laughs> you made a promise yesterday, so not even any time has gone by either. Literally the next day. It's it's bad. It's oh, and she was so cool. She was so cool. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah, he does say that he wants to become the greatest swordsman. So that's. He's going to fulfill his promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. He tells that to Luffy. He's like, okay, fine. I'll be a pirate, but this is my goal. And if you get in the way of the, my goal, like you'll be dead. And I think that's what I love about Oda is how every character has their own specific goals and dreams and what they are working toward. And yes, they're coming together as this crew, but they still have their own personal things they want to achieve. And not even just these characters who are potential crew members, but like side characters and village children and like (laughs) everybody gets backstories and like aspirations and 
It's just, it's so detailed. It's so fantastic. (laughs) It makes all the characters more dimensional instead of just being part of the crew and expendable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, as soon as Zoro joins Luffy and says that he's going to work with him, I mean, Luffy already trusts Zoro to have his back because there's like these panels where Captain Morgan and Helmeppo are both doing things at the same time and um, where Luffy is the one who's taking care of Helmeppo, who I think is holding Kobe hostage. Yeah, I think that was in my nose. Like, oh, damn, Helmeppo's got a gun. Yeah, Helmeppo has a gun to Kobe's head. And Kobe is just like, let him kill me. You know, don't don't let this stop you, Luffy. Like, you've already taught me so much kind of thing. But like, don't just just let him kill me. And and, but so Captain Morgan is coming at Luffy from behind. And Luffy's focused on Helmeppo and, and Kobe, which is why Kobe, I think, also is just like, there's somebody else behind you. Like, you have to you you have to not focus on me. There are other things happening. But no, Zoro has his back. So Zoro is able to take care of Captain Morgan while Luffy takes care of Helmeppo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just love the protectiveness of everybody. Like every character ends up being so protective of everybody else. And it's just so cute. Yes. Kobe, this poor boy who accidentally became a pirate because he boarded the wrong boat for his fishing trip. Oh my <laughs> and god. Luffy saves him, more or less, from <laughs> his life of piracy. That was like the wildest thing. <laughs> like I just like walked out of my village onto a boat and it was a pirate boat. Yes. It's <laughs> like what? Kobe How does that happened. <laughs> he's like, I've been here for two years. Mm-hmm. But it's okay, Kobe. 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 Kobe is free to join the Marines or the Navy. It's like translated both ways. It's it's not worth getting okay. into, but we will use we will use both interchangeably because that's what the manga does. Mm. But yeah, does he join them? I didn't think he joined them right away. I thought he stayed with Luffy. No, he. Luffy's gone. Kobe's gone. <laughs> They're not together anymore. Once Captain Morgan is defeated, then the Navy take back, like, I guess they're going to get a new commander there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we won't be evil anymore. Yeah. (laughs) We won't terrorize this village. Yeah. Oh, bye, Kobe. Yeah. I love Kobe. He had a lot of spunk. (laughs) Well, first he had no spunk. He was so cowardly. (laughs) Yeah, he was. (laughs) so who's the next crew member that we meet well uh, the one they need the most a navigator (laughs) thank Mm -hmm. goodness (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah they're going to very quickly meet nami who i think zora witnesses her like you or no he doesn't witness it was in a flashback he heard a story Mm. about how she used her skills of navigation (laughs) to defeat some pirates but she's Nami's got a cool gimmick of she is a thief who robs pirates. So she's like a thief with a code mm-hmm. of honor, but mm-hmm. like money is her main goal. Yeah, treasure is her treasure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, but much like when Luffy meets Zoro, when he meets Nami, he's like, you're part of my crew now. And she's like, did you not hear me say I hate pirates? Because that's the one thing I hate more than anything. Yeah, Zoro is the same. But Luffy is so funny. He's just like, you're my crew now. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. I saved you. You're on my crew. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so weird. Too cute. But I love it. But do we want to talk about the dog with the sad backstory? <laughs> because this is in the town where they meet Nami. <laughs> Well, first of all, Buggy the Clown has taken over this town. Buggy the Clown, what a villain. <laughs> but they also meet a dog. A little dog. Named Choo Choo. Choo Choo the dog. Oh, that's Choo Choo. Choo Choo the oh dog. Because, yeah, I mean, this whole volume, volume two, is very much about the theme of treasure and how everybody has their own personal treasure. Like I said, for Nami, it very much seemed like treasure is her treasure. You know, she wants treasure. Mm -hmm. Uh, For Luffy, it's the straw hat that he got from Captain Shanks. And then we got this dog, Choo Choo, whose treasure is the store that his owner owned. (laughs) (laughs) His owner who went to the hospital and never came back. (laughs) Oh my god. And Choo Choo is just left defending the store because Buggy the pirate's crew is attacking the city. Yeah. I can't handle this. <laughs> oh, no, Christina. <laughs> I'm skipping that episode. <laughs> chapter. Yeah. I feel like we should talk about Buggy. <laughs> but he's such a jobber. He's... Okay, first of all, so he looks like a clown. Yes. But, like, is his nose his real nose? Does he, like, actually have a big he red seems, nose? He seems very what? upset if anybody says anything about his nose. It very much does seem like his nose is his nose. <laughs> like, the red nose is his nose. But then nose. he's just like, I'm going to become a clown anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I think my note was, was he born a clown? <laughs> it seems like it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it seems like it. But he knew Shank, so I guess that's the main reason we got to talk about him. Because he's like, that straw hat, it reminds me of my old nemesis. Mm. Okay, and then that makes me wonder, like, how many times has Shanks been around people who accidentally eat devil fruits? Because it happens with Buggy, <laughs> too, where with Luffy, I mean, Luffy, like, was accidentally eating the devil fruit. He didn't know what it was yeah. or what it would Shanks do. Shanks is the one who brought it to the village. Yeah. And then now in Buggy's backstory, uh, we find out that, uh, that you know, he was planning on stealing and, like, selling the devil fruit that his crew had found. But then he was dumb. And when Shanks, like, sneaked up onto him, uh, like, he st- put it in his mouth to hide it. <laughs> and then, yes. like, Shanks walked away and he's like, oh, phew, but, like, still had it in his mouth. And then Shanks, like, came back up and startled him again. And so then he swallowed it. <laughs> And so then that's what? how Buggy that's how Buggy got the the devil fruit. The chop chop is is his Yeah. So his body can break apart. Break apart. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> what? So like his head can detach, his wrist can detach, his like el- like every body piece can detach. Oh, that's weird. That's a scary clown. <laughs> Indeed he is. <laughs> but whatever buggy defeated and the honor of the pet food shop is upheld <laughs> and nami joins the crew because she's like okay you guys are really strong so if we team up i can get a lot of treasure mm-hmm. huh, that's fair plus he's going to the ultimate treasure place so there's got bound to be other yeah. treasure there yeah i mean and thinking like back to the village where they rescued zoro from there was like that little girl there that had the super sad backstory too. She was so sweet. <laughs> Rika, the the girl who was attacked by Helmepo's dogs. Yes. Oh, why so many sad stories? And there are so many sad <laughs> stories. But that's like I was saying, I mean, 
so many characters are so f- like fleshed out and even even like the villagers and the townspeople end up being characters in and of themselves like even if you come across like buggies where buggy is in the town and how they've all kind of abandoned their town so even though they're not necessarily picking up arms against them like there's still there's still such like a presence of the townspeople and they go through so much and then they finally learn to stand up and they go and they're trying to rescue their mayor and it's just really sweet <laughs> like we can't call ourselves good citizens if we don't defend our mayor (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh Uh, something else before we move on from from buggy there there are some quotations so luffy he says this comment about bullets and luffy being this rubber person like he's able to be shot and then bounce the bullets back like bullets don't mm-hmm. don't physically hurt him but he said this line of because uh, i think nami was freaked out by them or whatever and he says yeah. uh no but they scare me too so i don't like being shot and, I, and that's just something that i had never thought about before is like just because he's able to survive being shot doesn't mean it's still not scary and he's 17 years old mm-hmm. so like when did he learn that he was able to bounce back these bullets he must have been young when he learned that and that's terrifying because the first time it happened how was he to know that he was going to survive bullets like i don't know i was just like oh poor luffy (laughs) like that that (laughs) would be very scary (laughs) yeah but emma emma who do we meet next oh my god hannah knows (laughs) like shanks was her time to shine this is my time to shine (laughs) okay so next is really like our first story arc more or less like with that that goes over multiple chapters of main villain, even though Buggy was a villain, but whatever. He, he's a jobber. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to get to Syrup Village and we're going to meet village youth Usopp. Yes, I love <laughs> Usopp. He does not get as much love as he deserves. But so he, his story, it's basically Boy Who Cried Wolf, but he cries mm-hmm. every morning. He runs through the village saying that pirates are going to attack. And <laughs> it's because of his tragic backstory. Of course. Oh. So, okay, Usopp is amazing because he he just wants to make people happy. Yes. And so that's why he tells he tells stories. And he's yes. known as a liar. And yes, his stories are lies. But he's telling these stories to make people happy. Mm-hmm. He told the story of pirates coming to the village because his father was a pirate and his mother was dying. And he ran to his mother and said, no, dad came back. He's going to take us out to sea with him. I cried. <laughs> And it it is upsetting. And so, but then there's a local girl in the village, Kaya, who becomes very sick after her parents die. And he goes and tells her stories just to make her happy, not for any other reason. She's super rich, but he, like, he's not after the money. He's not after Mm -hmm. the girl. He just wants to make her happy. And so that's who they meet when they come to Syrup Village, our crew. And they're like, we need a boat. And they meet Usopp. And he's like, I know a rich girl. Maybe she'll give you a boat. Yeah. And Luffy, Luffy runs up to the gate. And he's like, hey, give us a boat. <laughs> uh, and that's the townspeople are also really interesting because, you know, they act all grumbly about Usopp. Uh, and one of them is like, well, that's Usopp's morning commotion. I'd best be off to work. So it's like, OK, yes, you're annoyed by the village youth running through and yelling pirates every morning but you're also using it to be like oh it's time to go to work <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's also necessary for you to get on with your day <laughs> like, <laughs> you should be thanking him <laughs> right? 
they should. They really should. <laughs> they really should. But yeah, oh, when they say that Usopp's father is a pirate and then Luffy is like, wait a minute, I, like, I think I know who your father is. And, and it's because... Flashback. Yeah, and it's because that he was with uh, Shanks' crew. And you see that in the very first like chapters with Shanks. You can go back and see the character with the headband that says, uh, is it Yasop? Yeah. <laughs> Has that on it. Like, you see that at the very beginning in those panels with Shanks. And, and, then, and then in the flashback panels that are in this volume. But it's just like, ah, it's all connected. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> Did, like, one thing happened to shank's crew that like wiped them all out or they, they're, they're just, just all kind of in the world we don't they're just like missing know. right now okay gotcha luffy's luffy wants like that's what sh- his par- promise to shanks was that he'll give the straw hat back to shanks when he becomes a great pirate mm-hmm. so luffy's Aww. like yeah i'm gonna go meet shanks again one day okay that's super cute <laughs> it really is but yeah okay sort village it, i i love the story arc i i don't think i said I that yet it. how i i love the east blue stuff i feel like i'm slightly in the minority here that the east blue stuff is some of my favorite stuff in the entire series <laughs> but i love syrup village we we have okay so we have kaya the rich girl and she has an evil butler <sighs> oh he's my pre- god he's been he's actually a pirate but he's been f- pretending for the past three years to be a butler to steal her fortune what because he's Captain Kuro of the 1000 plants or whatever. Yeah. So he's known for his, his devious mind and his elaborate plans. But he was wow. tired of being a pirate. So he's like, hey, if I get this rich girl's fortune, I can just live here. No problems. <laughs> Which I was like, is Captain Kuro the most evil villain in One Piece history? Because he just murders everyone. I... <laughs> Even his own crew, like he doesn't care. He is just focused on his plan, and and that's what's most important. I mean, maybe jumping ahead, but when you see when he like when he decides that he he's gonna go through with this plan, that he's gonna maroon himself mm-hmm. in quotation marks, like uh, maroon himself on this island. He he massacres an entire navy ship, except for like one person who I think is Captain Morgan. It's Captain. It's Captain is it Morgan. Captain Morgan? <laughs> what? Okay, here's a. Captain Morgan, from, like, the very first few episodes of the anime, you know, mm-hmm. he he looked at himself as if he was this great person. And in the manga, he's like, I worked hard to become this commander. No, you didn't. You thought you had captured Captain Kuro when you didn't actually capture Captain Kuro. And, and, and every, all of your greatness is built on this lie that you were hypnotized to believe that you had captured and killed Captain Kuro. But no, you never actually accomplished anything. Because you're a terrible person. <laughs> and of course, it's important to mention Django the hypnotist. Oh my gosh. Don't be silly. I'm just your typical traveling hypnotist. <laughs> I wrote that down too. Okay. So, well, we did. We, so, Usopp, he has like these three kids who follow him around and think he's great. His <laughs> crew. Usopp's pirate crew. <laughs> and, and, and the one kid like always runs out and is like, ah, there's something coming. And he says, ah, a backwards man is walking towards us. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah a man just walking backwards down the road and it's, so the three kids and Nami and Zoro see him and they're like what are you doing 
He's like, oh, don't mind me. And then he just keeps walking backwards down the road. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's part of Captain Kuro's crew. And his job is to hypnotize Kaya, to write the will, to leave the fortune to Captain Kuro. So, yeah, elaborate stuff here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from this story arc, do they gain another crew member? Is it Usopp or? Yeah, Usopp is, is going to join up. So. Yeah, so, oh my god, there's oh, there's so much drama here because... So, so much. Us- Usopp overhears Kuro's plan, and he runs to tell the village, and they don't believe him because he's the boy who cried wolf. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. but they're coming and they're going to kill all of you. And then he goes to Kaya and tries to tell her, like, your butler's evil, he's going to kill you. And she's like, how could you lie about this? This is oh. so terrible. Oh my god. It's heartbreaking. Oh, no. She says, It's you, Usopp. You're the dastardly villain. Uh, no. No. <laughs> oh no. And then he gets shot. What? The, the other servant comes to the window and shoots him. Mm-hmm. Now, Usopp did grab Kaya because he's like, I have to get you out of here. He was like trying to drag her out the window, yeah. Okay. So, okay. so yeah, Usopp gets shot. But then he's he's talking to our Straw Hat Pirates later. And he's like, yeah, they shot me. But I'm going to defend this village. They don't believe me. So I have to make sure that it is a lie. That they will not get killed. Yes. I'm going to defend them. Uh what he says is, he says, this will be another boring day for my village. I'm just like, oh, Usopp. <laughs> oh okay, my honestly, God. my first time through, I did not care for Usopp. But later, <laughs> I learned the error of my ways, and Usopp became one of my favorite characters. <laughs> and now even going back, I'm just like, why didn't I like him? Look at this guy. Look at mm-hmm. him. He is trying his <sighs> best. Like, he's, he's not a strong fighter. He lies a lot. Whatever. But look at him. He He's passionate and he stands up for what he believes in. And that's how he fits in so well with the rest of the crew is that they're all very passionate about what they believe in. And so mm-hmm. he's not as skilled as them, but he's still like, I'm going to do what I can. Mm-hmm. Does yep. he have any particular skills that he brings to the table? Yeah. So he becomes their sharpshooter. So he's really good with a slingshot um, at the beginning is what he's using. And I mean, he can hit his target no matter what, basically. Oh, okay. So he is useful besides yeah. just calling out when there may or may not be pirates. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's a coward, but he he does have some skills. Yeah. Yeah. He's also a great artist. He draws their Jolly Roger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cute. How many crew members are left? Like, is it a small crew or do we just keep needing people throughout the series? Well, so at the beginning, in I think it's the first, ch- mm-hmm. the first or the second chapter, Luffy says, I think about 10 men would be good for my crew. <laughs> so that's his, that's his goal. Okay. Whether or not he meets it, you'll have to find out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we we end our I don't know if this is skipping ahead too much, but we end the chunk of chapters we read with them deciding what we really need is a cook. That's what we need, not a doctor. Even though we're getting uh, hurt all the time. Yes. Oh, so many people are injured at the end of that after <laughs> the whole Captain Koro mess. Yeah, Usopp can't even move at one point. He's just on the ground. Yeah, Zoro has to pick him up and carry him around to so that they can go rescue Kaya. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But it's okay, because they're all fine by the next chapter. Yeah. I mean, they could also look for someone that has more than one skill, like a cook that also can bandage you up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, but they do get their ship from Kaya, in case you're wondering. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and so, okay, there's there's the other servant, the one who's shot Usopp. Mm-hmm. And he, like, uh-huh. has these, like, little ram's horns. <laughs> it's, it's weird. But then, so then they get a ship, and the mast is, like, a ram. <laughs> And he's like, I designed the ship myself. And it's like, it looks like you. And it's named after you because your name is Mary. Yeah. And the ship is called the Going Mary. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny. There are like so many little details that are just so delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, we split East Blue into two because cause this is when we're getting introduced to all the characters. So it's good to really talk about it in depth. Because we're right. getting to know all these people. We're seeing how they work together. Mm-hmm. And they and work together so well. I mean, they haven't known each other for long. But like I was saying, Zoro is just so protective of everybody. Because there's a scene where he's fighting some of Captain Kuro's crew. And Nami and Usopp, like, again, Usopp's in that phase where he's been so beat up. Like, he can barely move. And so they're off to the side while Zoro's trying to do the fighting. And Usopp is like, well, I mean... I'm a distance fighter. Like I can, I can at least shoot a bolt or whatever from my slingshot. Right. But Zoro catches it on his own shoulder so that it doesn't hit the villains because he's like, if they know that you guys can still fight, that you two who are out of the battle can fight, they're going to go after you and you can't actually move right now. So that's not a smart move on your part. Like, let me continue to protect you two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's so protective. Wow. <laughs> and he's kind of smart, too. Not all the time. He's pretty dumb. But yeah, th- there was the part where where Alvita, the captain who had Kobe hostage, where she's like, oh, pirate hunter Zoro, he's known for being so clever. And I'm just laughing because I already know what Zoro's like. But he has, <laughs> he has his moments of being clever. Yes. But then also he can't find his way home to his village. Yeah, he he has no sense of direction. But yeah, I mean, his, like, clever moment is when him and Usopp are trying to save Kaya, and he... They're not going to be able to get to her fast enough to save her. So he's, like, full out running. Usopp, he, he just drops Usopp. And... Instead of making it all the way to where Kaya and the bad guy are, because he he just can't run that fast, he swipes out, like, the tree branches that were in the way so that Usopp can shoot at and take out the bad guy. And it's just like, oh, the teamwork. (laughs) Yeah, and even Zoro's impressed by Usopp. He's like, you have a noble heart, or he says something like that. And I'm like, wow, that's high praise coming from Zoro. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I don't know. I guess I haven't shared my Zoro thoughts that I teased Hannah I would share. <laughs> you did tease me about Zoro <laughs> Okay, thoughts. so, okay. First of all, there is no wrong answer for favorite straw hat. They are all good. <laughs> <laughs> and Zoro is a good character. I just think he's a little boring. Just a, like, definitely when I, when I first went through the series, he was one of my favorite characters. And so I am hoping that I'm going to fall back in love with this character. And I think I will. Mm. But mm. like, he's the least flawed of the characters. So from a storytelling perspective, he's kind of the least interesting. But like from a real life okay. perspective, it's mm. like, okay, yeah, I'd want to be friends with Zoro because he would always have my back. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah from a, a character development standpoint, I'm just like, eh. 
He's really cool. That's his gimmick, is that he's really cool. He's so cool. And he lives up to it, but it's a little boring at times, at least for me. Yeah. That's fair. But whatever. We'll meet my favorite character soon. (laughs) Ooh, I can't wait. So what what volumes are we covering next time? That's okay, so we are doing chapters forty-three through one hundred, which will be volumes the end of volume five through the very beginning of volume twelve. Okay. And so that will get us through East Blue. So there will be a lot to talk about, a lot of things left to come. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to try and catch up, but at the very least I will watch the anime. I do think that's like the first fifty episodes of the anime. Is the first 100 chapters. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. I'm sure there's like, it's on the internet somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though I am at the point where I am only going to ask any of my One Piece questions to Emma <laughs> and I'm not going to Google anything for fear of accidentally getting spoiled. Oh, you, you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the hard part about something that has so much content mm-hmm. now is that you can't ask questions because <laughs> everyone is ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta ask me. And on the podcast I have yeah. to play coin yeah. be like, oh, I don't know. But I do know. I know. I... <laughs> Although I might not know because there are definitely story arcs. Hannah and I were talking about this where I'm like, I do not remember this story arc so it'll be exciting to go through it. Yeah. I don't know. But I guess, like, final thoughts. Like, if you're not into One Piece, thank you for listening to this episode, first of all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I definitely think there are people who, they hear it's the greatest selling manga of all time, and then they sort of try and read it, and they're like, this isn't so great. But, like, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be funny and fun, and we do focus a lot on the, like, tragedy and the drama. But it's very funny. <laughs> it's a fun pirate adventure. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. what it is. And the animation, the animation lends itself to being fun, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's goofy. It's a little wild. Which I think mm-hmm. is why I never really wanted to check it out. Because I'm into, like, well, I don't even know. But I just was like, this seems really goofy. And, mm-hmm. like, but it's more than but, that. But, that, but it is the, that's the point. It is supposed to be goofy. Like, Oda said, yeah. I made Luffy a rubber man because I want him to look silly when he's fighting. Mm-hmm. So, so it's supposed to be fun have fun with it don't be like yes have, yeah. don't go into it being like oh this is the most amazing thing ever well yeah also here's right. a, a Q&A from Oda and somebody else where somebody was asking Oda why is Luffy always so calm and Oda's answer was probably because he's so stupid so <laughs> yes yes so oh my god that's like that's the Goku bit of him yeah like like he oh, just sure. doesn't really understand like i guess if i had one recommend recommendation it'd be the original dragon ball like mm. not dragon ball z it's a little yeah. bit different but it's like you know this kind of silly naive boy going on a big adventure and yeah, yeah. it's cute <laughs> <laughs> i don't have anything else to add <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining in on our discussion. I hope you'll join us next time when we're wrapping up East Blue. All of our social media information can be found in the show notes. And until next time, don't forget to treat yourself.